the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Holy Scriptures give us everything we need to live victoriously. God gave His all for us to do so. Yet we fall far short of the blessings God has for us because we think we have it all together and choose not to acknowledge God. We wake up from a good night's sleep, unaware of what was going on all around us, and neglect to say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. Show me what you would have me think, say, and do today. Shame on us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Proverbs eighteen thirteen says, He who answers before listening, that is his folly and his shame. You you see, you you think you know where they're going and you already given them answers before they can even share what they're saying. No, listen. Now, now the one who's talking, don't talk for eternity. Okay, that's the other side. It was, I had to cut them off because they wouldn't catch their breath. (laughs) You know, so so look them in the eye. Be quiet. Don't be engaging in your cell phone. Don't be walking away. Uh, 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 Listen from the heart. He who answers before listening, that is his folly or her folly and his shame. Let me transition What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? You need to ask God. One of the greatest prayers you can pray is, Lord, help me to affirm people more. Help me to appreciate people more. Even that difficult person who gets on my last nerve, help me to find one speck of quality that I can focus in on and not all the stuff that's terrible. It takes prayer to do that. You know that, don't you? (laughs) What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? Number one, appreciation and encouragement are so valuable because the word of God tells us to encourage one another. That's why we do it. The word says do it. The word of God says appreciate and encourage one another. Now, when it's all about you, you won't do that. Romans chapter 15, verse 32 says, then by the will of God, it is the will of God. I will be able to come to you with a joyful heart and we will look and underline this and we will be an encouragement to each other. I'm encouraging you. You encouraging me. We're encouraging each other. We're not backbiting. We're not gossiping. We're not tearing down. We're not throwing rocks and hiding our hands. You talking about a fellowship. You talking about drawing people to Maranatha. Just so they say, you know what? I like what's going on here. They make me feel good when I don't feel good. We are to encourage one another because Jesus had a ministry of encouragement 
And Paul also urged the churches he gave leadership to, to encourage one another as well. Now listen closely. An absence of encouragement brings resentment. When there is no encouragement, there's apathy. When there is no encouragement, there's bitterness. When there is no encouragement, there's a feeling of being taken for granted. When there is no encouragement, there is an unwillingness to continue. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Edify, build up one another. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. People are already on the edge. They're already stressed. They need a word of ministry from you and me. Number two, what makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? When people feel appreciated, they are more productive in their areas of responsibilities. When people feel appreciated, they are more productive in their areas of responsibilities. Philemon uh, verse 21 says, having confidence in your obedience, I write to you knowing that you will do even more than I say. When people are encouraged, they not only they they not only do what you say do, but they even do more than what is required because they know you your words bless them so much. Your words bless them so much. Appreciation motivates people to do more than what they are required, which leads to a deeper commitment, more fruitfulness within the family, workplace and church. Number three, appreciation and encouragement are therapeutic in that they heal and refresh others as well as the one who gives them. Words of encouragement refreshes others. Proverbs twelve twenty five says anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Some some folk words bring uh, stress and and anxiety, but a good word makes it glad. A good word. People need a good word. That's enough bad news. People need a good word. There's somebody who's suicidal. There's somebody in a setback. There's somebody who's angry. There's somebody who's been demeaned. There's somebody who's been bullied. There's somebody who's been abused. And they need a good word. Husbands, your wife need a good word. She get her hair done, says beautiful. She buy a new hat piece, says beautiful. It's a new dress, say it's beautiful. New nails, the nails look beautiful, just got done. Why the husband need to be, to be, to be encouraged? That's right. You know, you, you, you drive well. True confession is good for the soul. (laughs) But you can say, I appreciate how you take out the trash. I appreciate how you go to the store. I appreciate how you do this or that. I appreciate how you clean up behind yourself. You know, some men, the women got to pick up underwear. That's sad. 
If, if your husband pick up behind himself, say, I thank God that I don't have to pick up behind you. I mean, you, listen, if you look, think in the spirit, God will give you some nice things to say about your hubby. They keep, they keep mess from brewing. Why, why don't y'all say amen? Y'all laughing because you know I'm telling the truth. A good word makes it glad. It is so critical that our words minister to those we speak to because so many are on the edge and depression. They're suicidal. They're stressed. They're worried. They're facing major life decisions. The Lord will bless you for speaking words of hope and healing, especially to soldiers and military personnel who are injured or disabled while serving to protect our country. This message is to give you a good word to families who love uh, whose loved one have have paid the ultimate price. We're here to encourage you. We also must appreciate it and value young children. If they do something on program well, uh, they're, they're on the cameras. You ought to, don't just walk by them. Say, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you're serving on that camera. You could not even be in church. I appreciate stage hand. The kids are all on the stage hand. They're playing in the ensemble. They're all over the place. Don't just walk by the church. Thank God that we have youth who serve. Let's give our youth a big hand clap of praise. Come on, let's give it to them. Come on, let's give it to them. The middle age need encouragement. The elderly need encouragement. Uh, number four, a judgmental spirit will keep you from encouraging and appreciating others. A judgmental spirit will keep you from encouraging and appreciating others. Matthew chapter seven, verses one through three says, judge not that that you be not judged For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider that, you know, I'm adding the big old plank in your own eye. Now, listen closely. Every one of us, we all have weaknesses, shortcomings. There's not a person under my voice. We all have failures, which is part of life's experience. Therefore, instead of judging others, because you don't know all the facts, that's why you shouldn't be judging. We should help them overcome their challenges through the ministry of encouragement and let them know that they are not alone. Also, you must surrender your failures to Jesus and ask Him to teach you invaluable lessons that will bless you the rest of your life when you go through failures. We've all failed at something. What is greater than your failure is how you choose to respond to it. And more importantly, we should use it as an opportunity to glorify Christ. Job chapter two, verse 10 B says, shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. There's much to learn when a team fell in sports or don't win. Oh, uh, you don't get the job or you don't pass the test or someone rejected you or you didn't qualify for this or that. 
God wants to teach you something. If your attitude's right, he'll bless you so much until he give you even more the next time because your attitude was right in the midst of the failure. You didn't walk around with your lip poked out being mean and ugly and angry because things didn't go your way even though you tried. Uh, number five, we cannot show appreciation and encouragement to others if we are exhausted and our lives are running on fumes. Now, if you're exhausted, you're tired, you're at wit's end, you're you, you out of breath, your energy's gone, you can be just as irritated, you're snappy, you, 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 you hurt people, you're agitated. Therefore, we need to slow down rejuvenate and rest, which will help us to minister more effectively to others. Exodus chapter 20 verses nine through 10 says, you have, look, you have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock. Let your livestock rest. The foreigners amidst you rest and uh, let them all rest. Rest. That's why, that's why I like Chick-fil-A. That's right. You know, while everybody else working, they're resting. And you know what? Their business is good. I mean, they, they, they're all around. It's hard to get in there. And, you know, they're not lacking. And other folk, they work in overtime and overtime. And they still can't compete with Chick-fil-A off times. I, I love Chick-fil-A. And I, it's just sad that, that our city council uh, didn't, didn't want them at that airport. We go to other airports. They have a right to support whomever they want to support. Thank God for a company that got some Christian values and principles. Why don't we say Amen. Beloved, a spirit of greed will not allow you to rest. Did you hear that? Spirit of greed. Work, work, work. Make more, 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 more. Some of you, some of you, God is saying, uh, you got 35, 40 years to try to transition. Oh, a little bit more. A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more in this career, a little bit more in this job, a little bit more here, a little bit more. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do. Let me ask you a question. Write this down. How much is enough? How much you, how much you, how much is enough? You make all that money, get, get all these things, civil service, disabilities and all that. Don't even tithe. The more you get, the less you give. Oh boy, I see hearing amens on that one. <laughs> also, being fatigued, stressed, edgy, and grouchy will hinder your ability and opportunity to show appreciation in, in the lives of others. You cannot be a hot mess and encourage others at the same time. I mean, you, you just a hot mess. You just mess up. You can't help anybody. When people see you, you bad news coming. Be mindful. Just because you work harder does not mean you're more spiritual. 
You know, you, you, you have a tape right. Well, you know, today I did this, 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 this. And you proud. Look at me. I did this, 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 this. Aren't you proud of me? No. Just because you work harder doesn't mean you're spiritual. Now, I'm not saying don't work hard. Don't misquote me. But some folk are workaholics. Yeah, thank you, Holy Ghost. They're addicted to working to the point that if they don't work, they don't know what to do with themselves. They work to the point that they won't even take a vacation. They won't even take a respite. Parents, if you're a parent in here, say what you want. Thank you. (laughs) There is no substitute for your presence in your home. Nobody will do your children like you. Not daycare, not nursery, not any. No one will love your children like you. You only get one opportunity to rear your children. You need to seize the moment. Finally, but not the least. You say, what? Finally. Did I hear my ears right? Finally, you through? Yes, I am. One more. I better go and give it for God. Give me more revelation. (laughs) Shower words of appreciation today before death takes away your opportunity to bless others and your words are left unheard. Oh, my goodness. Let me just say that again. Shower words of appreciation today. Death can come so suddenly, so quickly, so unannounced. Shower words of appreciation today before death takes away your opportunity to bless others and your words are left unheard. Hebrews chapter three, verse 13a says, look, look what it says. But encourage one another daily. Now, some of y'all didn't know that was in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Look at that. I want you to look at that with your own two eyes. Uh, put, put a bracket and an asterisk and undermine, highlight it, double highlight it. If we all did that in the home, the children to the parents, the parents to the children, the husband to the wife, the wife to the husband, and the in-laws uh, to, the, to the in-laws and all this and all this kind of stuff. Listen. The environment where you are will be totally transformed, but encourage one another daily. Don't talk to me. Well, how can he encourage you? How can she encourage you? Shut up. No, don't don't you ever fix your mouth to tell your husband or your wife to shut up. That is rude. Don't talk to me. Stop being sharp. Stop being ugly. And the truth be told, y'all talk better to your friends and co-workers and other church members than you do your own spouse. Now, the Lord just gave me that. Hey, Sister Joan. Oh, girl, we had a good time at church. Oh, didn't that choir sing? Did you hear that mass choir? Husband said, honey, what you want? But encourage one another daily. Now, now, let me tell you something, wise. Now, you know you can out-talk us. 
look at her. She got so tickled. <laughs> Most women can say a, a, a hundred words before that man can get five words out of his mouth. Sometimes you got a man that can talk fast, but most times these women, I mean, they can let it out. <laughs> you know, but I want you to back off. You know, give the man a chance and encourage one another daily. Don't call each other names. Don't just stab one another. And by the way, you can't encourage one another if you're not speaking to one another. How can you go, some folks go a whole week without speaking, giving sign language and texting. How you, wait, come on, y'all. Good grief. As long, that's, I'm just on that first phrase of that verse. You say, well, I can preach a sermon right here. Maybe I need to stay here. But encourage one another monthly, yearly, Semi-yearly, daily, as long as it is called today. James 4, 14 also says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Refuse to allow death to cause you to feel guilty because you did not say What was on your heart to those you love most. Because life is so brief, be willing to let go of your bitterness. Let go of your hurt. Let go. The reason you can't encourage uh, appreciating one, you're holding on to the pains of your past. Instead, affirm your family. Affirm your co-workers, affirm your brothers and sisters in Christ. Hug others appropriately. Okay? Appropriate. There's nothing wrong with hugging. But you got to watch it. <laughs> Won't y'all say amen? Yeah. You hugging me and I feel every fiber of your physicality, that's too much hugging. <laughs> Some hugging is just for my wife and I. Won't y'all say amen? Yeah. Some of y'all don't respond because you're liking it. <laughs> don't start nothing in here. <laughs> Your children ought to be well hugged. And love, love those who are gift from God to you. The word of God says in Romans chapter 10 verse 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In closing, to those of you in the military as well as civilians, do you have a saving relationship with Jesus Christ alone, which will enable you to encourage and love folk unconditionally? What is a hug without Christ? What is a kind word without Christ? What is a note without Christ? You know something? I hate to bust your bubble, but there are going to be some good moral folk in hell. That's a big, hard statement. 
They don't smoke. They don't drink. They don't cuss. They write nice notes. They, they know how to encourage. You never hear them say anything bad. They keep good company and then bust hell wide open. You can go to hell being a good moral person. The only way you get to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. Whosoever called upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in his birth. He came to die to save us from our sins. That's what the incarnation is all about. He, he went up to the cross and he shed his blood and he died on the cross. He was buried according to the scripture and he rose from the dead and he's coming back again. This you must believe. He is the only way to heaven. It's not Jesus and this or that. It's Christ alone. Do you believe this? Then because you have Christ living in your heart, you do good things. Because I'm saved, I live righteously. I'm not selfish. I'm not mean. I don't gamble. I don't hurt folk. I don't backstab. I don't get even. I don't judge. You don't do these things because of Christ who lives in you, the hope of glory. And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this message. We love you. and We bless you. Was a lot said in a little time. And the truth be told, the word of God hit all of us challenged us, convicted us, and we see where we have fallen short. It is our prayer now, Father, that those who are here, military or civilian, that do not know you, don't have a church home, seeking this word today, this celebratory time today, this day of recognition, paying tribute and honor, will move them to say, this is the kind of church I want to be a part of. I need not look further. God has spoken to me. And I pray, Father, that I know that's the case. I pray they surrender, move up here and sign up for Jesus. Say, give me Jesus now. And salvation can come. So if they should die at any moment, they're safe and secure in the arms of Jesus. And all God's children say it. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located directly at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.